this one's probably back to more of the regular style of just regular style. It's a three-segment show. It's very simple. It's about parenting. This is tips and tricks on how to be a better parent from someone who doesn't have any children and someone who's never been a parent. All right. All right. This is the first segment of the second episode of the day. As mentioned previously, the first episode you heard today was totally botched. It was redone. Tried to Frankenstein it together with other segments and do whatever. And it's just the, I know I made a big mistake episode. So keep an open mind or just don't, or just choose not to listen to it. It's actually a very long episode, though. Um, in this episode that we're starting right now, in this first segment here, thanks again for listening, we decided to try something new. We're going to try to embrace the misfortune we're going to try to embrace the noise so i turned the air off we're going to try to embrace the heat and with the air not really drowning out the sound of the screaming children outside i thought let's embrace the noise so come come over here let's reposition a little bit let's get okay so now we're closer to the window of the studio here usually we're pretty close but not this close so this should this should give us a front row seat to all the noise. Now, we've been talking about self-sabotage and um, self-fulfilling prophecies and, and maybe just bad luck. So we're over here trying to try a whole different approach to things. We're just gonna throw caution to the wind. We're gonna forget about the audio quality and just try to wing it here even though we were inspired by Shakira White's podcast, Black and Carefree. We, her podcast inspired me to like produce better audio quality. But as I was trying to do that, and we ran into obstacles, yeah, with the last podcast, I was like, fuck it, let's do it, let's just do it. Let's embrace it. Turn the air off, be hot. Go over closer to the window so the kids can freaking scream and you can, you can catch it better, really capture it. I hate trying to fight for the washing machine. I don't know what to do about that, actually. Should I just go down there and try and fight for it? Fight, act, literally fight someone for it? I don't, know, I don't think that's a good idea. Probably not. But I thought, while we're embracing all this stuff, all of it, let's try and tell other parents what they're doing wrong. That's the, that's the theme of this episode is, hey, I don't have kids, but I'm gonna tell you how to take care of your kids. So I called it quits during the second segment of the first segment. <laughs> yeah, I made an extended segment in the first episode last. It's going to be hard. This is going to be a hard one to get through. Um, it's going to be difficult, man. And I was so pissed because I was like, okay, here's what I would tell you to do. I went to a whole scenario. I'll take you drive you out by the zoo, and you can scream as loud as you want. You can scream at everyone. You can just scream as loud as you want, the top of your lungs for as long as you want about anything. Kid, I'll drive you out to the zoo tonight. But for right now, we're in this little office park. There's other people here, people working, people live there, whatever. Let's just have fun. You can go run around the playground or do whatever, run around the grass, play in the sand, throw things, yell. You can yell. Oh, yeah. You can use your outside voice, dude, all day long. But just don't fucking scream, okay? That's it. 
that that's all you gotta know screaming yelling running around throwing things kicking stuff bad bad behavior you can hit hit your brothers and sisters in the face go over there and punch go kick your brothers go punch your stomach go punch your brother in the stomach make your brother start to cry you guys can cry you guys can cry and yell Isn't it weird when you have, like, when you work at a job that you hate and the reason why you hate it is one person? The job would have been probably tolerable, or maybe you would have even enjoyed it. You might have even enjoyed it, but you hate it because there's one freaking person there. There's one person. That's kind of weird, right? And that person goes, and someone else comes, fills their position, and then, yeah. You guys get along in the beginning and end up hating each other. You hate that person ends up being worse. It's like, damn, I wish I had that old person back here that fucking sucks now. Right? It's weird. Like, what if, what if that, those parents never created that child? They never met each other prom or they, they're, they never had a relationship. That child never existed. Like, it would be peace and quiet outside. Or would there be somebody in their place? Would somebody be living in wherever they're living in the alley? Would they be there anyway? It's kind of interesting, right? One person, like one freaking person. And why don't, why don't parents have the uh, ability just to say, hey, my mom, <clears throat> we'd fuck around with Target clothing racks all the time, all the time. We get in the middle of them, trying not to laugh, but we'd just be sitting there like laughing. We're trying not to laugh so <laughs> that we end up laughing and we like make all this noise. Our, our, our mom knows where, we're, where we are. And she found us. We, we gave our position away. We're laughing in the clothing racks. We don't know where mom is, but she knows where we are. And mom's pretty, pretty smart. She would go behind the clothing racks knowing that she could probably see above or see where we're at, see which way we're facing. And then she'd reach in. She'd sneak up and she'd reach in and she'd grab the right arm, left arm. She'd grab you by the arm. My mom had claws like Wolverine. They're retractable. Also, for those of you that don't know, cheetahs don't have retractable claws. It's the only feline that doesn't have retractable claws. And she would grab us by the arm with these retractable claws and dig into our arm. You are embarrassing me, is what she'd say. And the rest of the time at Target, we're all sulky. We're paying. One of our arms, one of our hands, we're just placed on the cart at Target. And we're walking along with the cart next to mom after that. Our arm isn't sore. She never like broke the skin really because she'd grab you over the shirt. That's how she'd get away with it. No, no, there's no marks. No, there's no marks. She's making it up. Kids are, you know, kids in their imagination. Let's see those retractable claws, miss. No, 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 no. retractable. I'm not Wolverine. But my mom would dig into your arm like that. And then it's like, well, <laughs> fun's over, party's over. And it's like, hang on to the side of the car and walk next to the car and behave yourselves the entire rest of the time. You guys blew it already. Get to Target, get a couple ICs little bag of popcorn, all of a sudden you guys are hiding in the clothing racks every single time. And then that's what we do. End of the night or end of the target uh, excursion, extravaganza, we're holding on to that cart with one of our arms behaving ourselves. Was my mom beating us? 
No. I, I she, she didn't break the skin. But she was disciplining us so that we would, would not misbehave and fuck around in the clothing racks at Target. Because why? Because we are embarrassing her. <laughs> She's got these wild kids running around. She's got a wild child. And so I'm not trying to say these kids can't have fun outside. I'm not trying to say this is how you should parent your child. Yes, I am, actually. I don't have kids. And that's why. It's because you can't control them. And because they have, like, freaking... They're endless germs. Endless germs. Cornucopia of germs. An ambrosia of germs. They harbor germs. Kids are germs all day long. Now, I understand kids being loud. I understand pets being loud. I've had pets. I love pets. Usually. As long as they're well-behaved and keep quiet. But sometimes they do get loud, you know, whatever. Typically, if your dog is freaking barking all night, someone might say something. Or someone's going to call, like, animal control and going to show up to your house. And, hey, could you keep your fucking dog down? Fucking barking all night. But sometimes not. And sometimes it's just like dogs are barking all day at nothing. One of my favorite things, one of my favorite, favorite things, I'm going to keep you guys hanging on this one too. I'm not going to forget either in a second. I'll bring it up immediately in the second segment, I promise. But I have one of these favorite things that dogs do that I love watching dogs do. It brings a smile to my face no matter how loud the kids are outside for the day or no matter what sort of mood I'm in, there's one thing that I love when dogs do, when I see them do it. It doesn't even have to be my freaking dog. It's usually other people's dog, actually. I don't have a dog, so it's going to be other people's dog. Now, there's only 10 more seconds. I'm going to tell you the second segment. You guys are going to may or may not love it. So Here we go. Dude, I freaking love it when I'm walking along the street and I see a dog with its head out the window, like smiling and just proud. It's like practically about to fall out of the freaking car as it's driving by. Slow or fast doesn't matter. But that dog, it has been barking as it approached and it's still barking as it drives away. It's like this dog has lost its mind. Something broke. Its head is out the window. It's about to fall out. It loves having its head out the window so much. It's about to fall out. It doesn't realize how dangerous it is. But it's barking. And it, it's not like a... Like it's not losing it. It's not barking at something or something specific. It's just a... As it drives by. It's just barking at a perfect beat. A nice slow beat. Just one bark at... With ears blown in the wind. It's broken. That dog is broken. The car ride breaks the dog. It doesn't know what it's... It's not barking at anything. It was barking before it saw you. It's barking as it drives off. It's barking the entire freaking ride. The dog doesn't know what it's barking at. No one knows. Dog's broken. Dog lost. I love it. I love seeing dogs that do that. Mainly because I know that the barking doesn't last long as it drives by. I'm like, okay, good, it's driving by. It's not going to last long. I hate loud noises. I'm very sensitive to noise, I think. Um, but it's more of like chaotic noise that I don't like. Um, I like metal. I like 
the last episode was the I know I made a big mistake episode. I love Census Fail. I absolutely love Census Fail. The more I listen to them, the more I like. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of Census Fail since probably like early, like this or um, recently. I've I've liked them, I've enjoyed them for a long time. I've listened to the album for a long time. Um, I've always admired the singer very much. Uh, he, he's brave. He and brave in a way that he he. Yeah, this is the census fail episode, and this is also the parenting episode from a person who's not a parent, apparently. And he's brave. He puts himself out there in a, in a vulnerable way to where most people wouldn't even dare, wouldn't even think to put themselves in that position because they, what if I regret this later? How's this going to sound? Or I, I, I admire the singer of census fail so much. He's probably not top five. In, uh, um, like role, mo role models role models he's brave he's emotionally brave and if he he might not even be secure about uh, expressing his emotions in some in some ways but it doesn't matter even if you can sense the insecurity it doesn't matter he's still freaking so brave and I admire him so much but their music is excellent as well and um, last night when I'm riding down on the scooters and stuff, I was, I was like belting it out. I have my headphones on, Census Fell is playing, it was Joshua Tree, and I was singing along. I wanted to try to sing along as loud as I could from the first song to the last song of Still Searching, their album Still Searching that they did live on that album, yeah. All right, all right, we're gonna, re we're not by the window anymore, at least not as close as we were. It's not comfortable, it doesn't work, so we're getting back over here. You know, it feels like I haven't put too much effort into today. It, it really doesn't, but it's so late in the afternoon already. Right, we'll move away from the window too. It's like premium quality content. Look, I'm sure being a parent is very hard. I gave my parents a very difficult time. I was a bratty kid. I got into trouble. I did a bunch of stupid stuff all the time, even still, like I just mentioned in the last episode, like talking to my dad. He's like, why are you doing, why are you inviting this stuff? Why are you allowing this stuff to happen, Bling? What's going on? Why are you allowing this to happen? Dad, not right now. I'm gonna get my phone turned on, please help. Self-fulfilling prophecies, if you don't start paying attention to some of the thoughts that you're having, you can cause some serious problems once the, once the first one happens and then you allow it to happen. It, it starts to get harder. And it's not as easy. Here we go. Hold on. Now this is, this is what happens. He, he gets ignored. He gets ignored. And then he takes it up. He gets higher. He's, he's going to scream. He's going to scream. Get ready. Get ready. I can't see it. I, can't, I don't know where he's at. I just know they're down there in the alley. Dad's ignoring him. Okay. All right. I'm gonna scream. He'll usually say "Daddy," and that E note, "Daddy," and he'll take it like he'll take it higher than Christina Aguilera. He'll take it even higher than Mariah Carey. The kid can hit a different high note. That it's like, well, the human. <clears throat> hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this special parenting episode. 
uh, we're going to go over a lot of facts in this one. And we're talking about hearing and being sensitive to noise and kids and parenting and, and managing your children so that they're not bad. But we're also talking about human anatomy and the human ear can hear frequencies from 20 to 20. What does that mean? Not vision, that's vision 2020. 20 hertz to 20k, 20,000 hertz. 20 hertz are omnidirectional, bassy, lower frequencies. 20 hertz, 20, or, excuse me, 20,000 hertz is higher frequencies. Like that's the range. Over time, our hearing starts to deteriorate here and there. For some, it's worse or hereditary. And for others, it's just, it's kind of manageable. But it does kind of deteriorate over time, especially if you expose yourself to like loud noise, if you work in a factory or drone of noise, you can get experience hearing loss after long exposure to those types of environments. Almost. He's going to get it. He's going to hit that note. Okay. So the issue here is that with human hearing being 20,000 hertz, what about dogs? Dog whistle? Dogs can hear different frequencies. Dogs can smell different smells. I don't know so much if I buy like dogs can smell like from 20 miles away or like a bear can smell blood from a... A shark can smell, a shark can sense blood in the water, like Neil deGrasse Tyson. A shark can sense trouble from 50,000 miles away. That's up to the same as a linebacker in a Super Bowl. The same pressure that they would feel if they were hit with a shotgun in the chest. Technically, there's no real sound underneath the water at all, and a shark senses can. Thanks so much, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Thanks for showing up and coming up with some facts that no one will ever have be able to prove and no one will ever fact check you on. Everyone's just kind of taking your word for it because it's so fucking outlandish. <clears throat> now, where was I? So the thing here is this kid's so talented, like higher pitch than Mariah Carey. Um, he could probably like communicate with dogs and other types of bats because bats do sonar, that's how they fly and they, you know, they catch their insects. I, something like that. A kid that has that ability, don't worry, he'll hit it. When they try and go inside, I bet he's gonna, I bet he's gonna like take it up a notch here. But I have, I have, as, as a, someone who's not a parent, who's giving parental advice in this episode, I, I was gonna mention, my parents never beat me or it wasn't like physical abuse. Um, at least not that I can remember, is like traumatizing. Like, oh no, dad's gonna beat me. Oh no, mom's gonna beat me again. Like it, it's never been, it was never like that. It was like, I'm gonna get in trouble, probably. Uh, I shouldn't have rode my bike to the canal. <laughs> the other neighborhood kid got in freaking big trouble for it. It's, the canal wasn't even that far. It was just dangerous to ride your bike next to. You know, the current was so strong. But I do remember one time when my mom was trying to drive us somewhere, and I wasn't in school yet, I was young. I was probably like four, four years old, maybe. I was very young, four to six years old, but I wasn't in school yet. 
I was as pre it, I could have been preschool she could have been driving me to preschool possibly quite possibly but I wasn't in regular school yet what am I doing trying to stall to the third segment so I can tell you uh, so I can tell you all about it only five more seconds but I was young and she said look at all the smoke that this car put behind us look at all that smoke well all right we're coming in hot to the third segment and this is the special bling viera giving you advice on how to take care of your kids being a parent taking advice on how to be a parent from a person who's not a parent completely childless has zero children not even joking around about oh, not that i know of <laughs> None of that. I don't have any kids. Not even questionable. I don't have any kids. There's no kids in Vegas. There's no kids in Phoenix. There's no way I'll ever end up on the Maury Povich show where he says, you are not the father, and I start freaking breakdancing. Could you imagine being... Like the, the board, the produce With all the producers, before the show even, before anyone starts recording, they're doing sound checks, and making sure lighting's good, everything's good, right? Mics are working. And... The producers are over here saying, okay, so Maury's gonna come out over here, blah, 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 same old stuff, everyone's used to it, everyone knows the routine. But with this particular one, uh, we're gonna have the, f the not father, because they already know the results, we're gonna have the not father uh, start breakdancing for us when he finds out he's not the father. And then the crowd's gonna go wild. What do you guys think? You got the guy with like the boom thing and the other guy with the grip and, and they're like, what was that? What was that? What was the question again? Like someone like me who was listening was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. That show was so routine that some people probably weren't even listening. They didn't even care. Who, who the, who's the dad? Who's not? Another life is is in, in here, the world here. Anyway, anyway, I want to try and get through this third segment. So because, because we are going to take a break for the first time in this week, I'm pretty sure, we're gonna go try out, we're gonna try and be mindful. Maybe that's what's missing. Maybe that's we're in such a foul mood lately. I think part of the reason why I never had kids too, or really even tried, because like, I would probably be too strict as a parent, or as a father. I, I would want kids to be freaking perfect, military school, boarding school, you misbehave, that's it. And really it was either that or, whoops, it was either that or, not, not, not gone, not, not out of the kid's life, but not exactly, not a, what I probably should have been afraid of though, was this freaking kid showing me up, like, what I, I probably should have had kids, because as an old man now, it's like, if I would have had kids, what, what, 20 years ago, yeah, yeah, that kid would probably be 20 years old, probably like responsible enough had his life together i'd be like hey son hey hey you, could i live in your garage hey son um you still got that big apartment i helped you move into do you think i could do you think i could live in that spare room what about the laundry room could i live in the laundry room dude and i would always i would always be like yeah well who brought you into this world you wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for me. Dude, I'd always, that'd be like, yeah, checkmate. You wouldn't even have that money if it wasn't for me. You know, let me live with you. 
I'm not sure what sort of uh, wisdom I'd, I'd pass down on him, though. Like, my dad was trying to give me. He's like, why are you allowing this to happen, Bling? Why are you doing that? Like, he knew something. He's like, you need to stop allowing this to happen. It can keep happening. Because at first, I really didn't want to hear it at all. I didn't want to, I didn't want to hear it, Dad. Just, I need help with my phone bill. Could we stop about the self-fulfilling prophecies and self-sabotage, please? It's a little too new agey for me right now. I didn't want this to happen. I didn't freaking plan for this to happen. If I planned for it to happen, I probably would have had something planned out for it happening. But it's almost like he's trying to tell me something that I'd forgotten or, or something that I've lost touch with. It's like a, a spiritual side or it's a metaphysical side that I've never been able to harness maybe or had a, a grasp on it for a few moments, a few seconds there, but lost it, right? And so he's just trying to remind me, like, why are you allowing this to happen? Hey, he's not going to break it down for me and say, remember, you, just, you, just, you do this, you do this. It, it was more like, hey, look, he had to plant a seed. He couldn't just tell me what to do or how to do it. it he had to remind me almost. Like, why are you allowing this to happen, bling? It was like, come on, you're better than this, bling. You're, like, you're smarter than this, come on. Figure it out. And I still haven't figured it out. Or I'm pretty sure I had it figured out for a minute there. Um, I just can't help but wonder, you know, what would have happened? What would have happened if things had landed the way I thought they would have expected them to land? The way they should have landed, the way that they've landed for 20 years, what would have been the outcome of that? Besides not having my car repoed, at least. At the, at the very least, I'd still have a car right now. He's going for it. He's going for that scream. They're probably going inside. Yeah, they're probably going inside. And he's like, I haven't, I haven't terrorized Bing enough yet today. I've kept it kind of tame today. He even tried to record us. He thinks I'm not on to him. No, I wouldn't even say it's being like strict or it's being mean or um, like physically disciplining. I don't know. But when one, one time, you know, you guys thought I forgot about the whole thing with my mom in the car, huh? No, I didn't. I'm just stalled for six minutes. Wrapping it up, this third segment, and this third segment will not be extended. We're basically done here. My work is done here. So my mom's probably taking me to preschool, and I'm like five, four years old. She says, look at all that smoke behind us. Look at all the smoke that the car made this morning. I look behind. I said, oh my God. Now I use the Lord's name in vain all the time these days all the time, um, probably distastefully, probably not, probably inappropriately. Like, I don't know what Oh My God means. I probably saw some show back then. Uh, I know when I watched Back to the Future and Biff, the first one, and Biff hits the manure, and I think he says, son of a bitch. One time I was fishing and I said, son of a bitch, and some, not, not my parents, I was out fishing, but yeah, they kind of yelled at me because the fish got off. I said, I was young. So when I said, oh my God, in the car with my mom, it's just me and my mom. Right as I finished saying, oh my God, she smacked me in the face. Not hard, not hard. She didn't like punch me in the face. She didn't freaking wind up and smack me in the face. It wasn't like that. Those retractable claws came out. No, it wasn't like that. It was not like that. It was something, she, she smacked my cheek, she smacked me in the face, 
and it caught me by surprise because I didn't really know what I had said or know, you know whatever. Um, but it, it kind of caught me by surprise. But more than that, it was like I just did something bad. I, I just did something bad. You know, I say it all the time now. I cuss all the time now. But at that age, under the care of my mom, she wouldn't allow it. She didn't want it. Bad manners, bad etiquette, or, uh, just don't use the Lord's name in vain, religious reasons, things like that. She felt compelled to almost reflexively, instinctively smack me in the face and, and let me know. It's not okay to say that. It's not okay to say that in front of your mom. I was, this was not, this is pre-kindergarten, but I remember it still. Uh, Crown Victoria, it was like a gold, big Crown Victoria. And it looked like it had just been keyed a bunch, but it, it was not keyed, it was just our bikes. Uh, all the boys in the neighborhood, our bikes, that's where we'd launch off that car from. And it, you know, left a bunch of scratches, it looked like someone keyed the car. And that was just us, just kind of scraping the side of the, scraping the side of the car with our handlebars, Dad. That must have been why my dad was just like, my dad just probably gave up right then. Now, whether or not my mom was justified in smacking a child for saying, oh my God, and that child didn't really understand or know, that child just saw it on TV and was probably just repeating something. Um, so there's two things, you know, like, what I say, what I do, mom explains it, don't say, God, you can't say that. Just don't say it. Um, so I, that's, yeah, I never said it in front of her again. I think it's probably a bad habit of me saying, God damn it all the time, but I do, I say it all the time. And it's probably a bad, bad manners, bad etiquette. Maybe you can try and stop, I don't know. I think it has emphasis sometimes when it needs to. Um, but for however many years before, I mean, I probably started saying God damn it over the past like couple of years, to be honest. So my entire life, I refrained, or at least, um, at least respected that word, and not. I tried not to abuse saying like "God damn it" all the time. Now I say it all. Now I do abuse it, and just because. Well, in the end, in the end, what does it all matter if every everything you do is right, everything is sound and honest and accurate and true, if somebody else can just mess it up for you. Someone else can ruin it for you. Um, I think that's probably why I was just like, oh, fuck it. God damn it, you know. Thanks so much for listening. Keep your kids quiet. Teach them to stop yelling. Teach them to stop squealing. Uh, just freaking keep your kids, kids quiet. Jesus Christ.